Welcome back, team. You are listening to Fantasy Saints on the No Sports Podcast. I'm your host, and joining me again this week is another familiar voice, Vincent Zambon, who joined us in week four. Welcome back, Vince. What's happening, bud? How you oh, doing? Just a season worth of fantasy <laughs> garbage <laughs> that we get to catch up on now that we're... Oh, what, man. Th- how many weeks until the end of our league that we're in? Because I know in, in this fantasy league that we're covering... I on think the podcast, we got two three. more weeks of okay. regular season after... Yeah. So we're right here. 13 and 14. Ass end of the season. Yeah, yeah. There, There's going to be some... Um, I'm one of them to where I could... I'm either going... I'm slipping my way into the playoffs mm. or falling right out. But luckily, six of, a six out of ten get in there. Yeah. I feel like I'm definitely on the outside looking in right now. But with two games left, who knows? I could We're going to be probably... Yeah. You know... And I, I, I don't know how many leagues you're playing in, but I've found that a lot of leagues have a lot of parity like that this year. Like, it's a lot of Com- fives and six and six and fives now. They're, yeah. The, uh, same thing in the other league. They're just like our league, you know, what? there were like four or five, five and sixes. Yeah. You know, and even the true dominator, even though our our first place guy has been winning all year and... Usually there's some, I feel there's some sort of dominator in my leagues. And, uh, I mean, technically there is, but no one that I'm like terrified of. Yeah. Everyone's beatable. Everyone's beatable. It's going to come down to the last few games here. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> which is a bitch because this is a pretty high paying league. <laughs> I feel bad for the butt fumblers, Brett's team. Oh, yeah. Because he's just got like an incredible team. He just keeps getting screwed in the butt. I yeah. think he might be winning this week, though. I think. Well, on continuing on the topic of your league, the Jack Splash League, you have once again been dealt a shitty card. In week four, we talked about a shitty situation you were dealt with someone who drafted their team and then backed out without like even paying. And yeah. we got that solved. You one week in. later. Yeah. Within a, within After a week. one week. Yeah. You fixed it, handled, settled that. We thought we were cruise, cruising yeah. smooth sailing. Yeah. And then... Another really shitty time right before Thanksgiving, right before the playoff push it here. Right after I played them. Right after you got the last bit of effort, some motherfucker in this league, no names needed, decided to just drop their team? Yeah, so like they uh they said we uh we weren't bullshitting enough and uh Oh that's right. I get that. I understand, but Okay, so I love this guy. You know, the guy that manages the team. He's a really funny guy. Uh But it's just surprising because I know every time I am not winning in my league or any league, all I want to do is fucking just fuck this. You know, you want to flip over the laptop, drop every, drop everyone, screw this, screw that. So I think the, I guess what I'm saying is if, if he was eight and three, he, he wouldn't say I'm tired of us not bullshitting yeah. enough. Um, no, it wasn't bullshit. Like if, if if it was really bullshitting and us being an engaging social league like that, he would have waited till the end of the year and been like, "Hey, I didn't get my kicks from that league last year." Yeah. Unless you guys are going to be more like into it, I don't want to be in this league if I'm just going to lose money. But to quit fucking midseason and use that as your excuse. quitting, and then he dropped David Montgomery and yeah. DK Metcalf. And so I tried to do convincing, you know, like, because it is a new league Mm -hmm. and I'm the only one that knows everyone. I mean, maybe some people know everyone, but I was trying to go like, hey, man, you know, like, I think this is the first year we're going to continue to get to know each other. 
and then we're eventually gone to bullshit more. So you reached out and gave a plea to like, hey, you should stick around, right? Well, I think I just did it publicly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, well, I might have missed that part. But, but uh, I was still trying to like, you know, try to... You reached out. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man. So it, it wasn't working. So I, um, I got some advice and... I locked up his yeah. team. Uh, he's still allowed in there, but I locked up because also he was starting. Uh, even though, even though he didn't drop everyone, he uh, was going to start Nick Mullins as his quarterback. <laughs> he's got Pat Mahomes. What a comedian! <laughs> yeah. So I just I fixed his lineup. You're playing him this week. Yeah, and honestly, I even looking at his bench, I would have crushed his ass regardless yeah it's like yeah i saw Fryermuth ended up doing pretty good which was surprising i picked him up in replacement of mark andrews in a couple leagues and was very happy i was surprised i i didn't see that coming one bit i fucking hate the steelers (laughs) not right now (laughs) yeah they they definitely seem to be making a late season effort to make themselves relevant Najee's showing a little bit well that warren kid behind him too oh 100 percent but in regard to the league, so you and I dealt with a similar situation years ago. I had a player or a, a league mate who was frustrated, gave me a bullshit excuse, and then based and, and dropped his whole team. And so I had to go in and manually put everybody back in place, locked his team. He could still, you know, be a participant. But I basically said, "Listen, motherfucker, yeah, <laughs> your 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 name is gonna finish this." Like, and I renamed his team to like Chad's Losers or whatever it was. Man, it, it's like every season. That I do do not do well. I, I feel this crushed moment for a little while because I'm putting in effort every week, and you still have faith in certain players, and they keep hurting you, and you want to just do what he did. But then it just comes to me. I'm like, oh, I am going game. to try and take people out of the playoffs. That's my new goal is to remove people yeah. from the playoffs. Or, fuck, if he wanted to engage more, at least take the opportunity to be like, hey, I'm going to lose. Let's collude. What players do you want? Let's go have a drink. You buy me a round, and I'll, you know, make you yeah, a good yeah. trade. You yeah, know, we like get to little, know each other. Mm-hmm. But, like, no, yeah, that's fascinating that he just straight up was like, y'all suck, I'm out, nah. goodbye, <laughs> no no even reconsider. And this late in the season is really my grievance. Yeah, it's, it doesn't feel good losing. And, and um if I just I I feel like it, it it he let his emotions get the best of him, which is unfortunate. Because mm. yeah, we all want to do that. Yeah. But I guess you could kind of look up to him in a way and say like, oh, he, I got to do it. He did it. He did. It. <laughs> in an effort to combat that situation, and I've never really implemented much other than just screening better managers to join the league yeah have you ever considered potentially like a you win your money back if you win the constellation tournament or like the loser bracket so like even uh, in the losering you can get like at least some of your money back absolutely not no fuck, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> winner take all yeah. high money paying league i like it okay yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm for it yeah no it's it's something that i think a lot of commissioners have dealt with um you have had now dealt with it twice in one year it very tough times very surprising again flowers to you for managing it uh, with grace and humility as a good commissioner should well i feel like we're not done yet for some reason you know that thing what the rule of threes or whatever oh you think there's gonna be one last i couldn't imagine what it is you know well i don't plan on 
scabbing anytime soon. I plan to see this through, yeah. even if like I'm losing out. I'll give my total effort, even in the end, because I think I got. Again, we all have like solid teams. I don't think there's any team that has stood out, but yeah, yeah, totally. It should butt fumblers should be doing way better. It's so good. Well, Love you, Brett. <laughs> yeah, like let's see what's he got. Uh, he's got Dak. Well, Dak's been turning up the past like five weeks. Who else he's got? Um, I know he's got Christian McCaffrey. Oh, that should be a league winner right there. Yeah. Um, In the league I have, Christian, I'm like 9-1, and 10-1. Josh Jacobs. Uh, also, Keenan Allen's been kicking ass. Shit, dude, yeah. Uh, he's got Cup, but, you know. Also, oh, and he started Kyron Williams. He's got oh, him shit. back. He's got Kyron, too? He's got Kyron. God, dude, he's got two league winners. How is he not a hands-down-the-league champion yeah. ahead? Jordan Addison, Devonta Smith, Jalen Warren. He's got Alexander, Alexander Madison just sitting on his bench if he needed him. Bachelor young guys there, too. And if I didn't say already, Josh Jacobs. But, um, yeah, so if he makes it into the playoffs, That's a threatening team. He's, it's going to be someone to watch to out. Yeah. 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 The only thing I would have to look, we would have to look at is see what his whole team's, you know, what kind of defense he's going to be playing against, you know, matchups and shit like that. Yeah. Getting into the nitty gritty like that is, you, it's a bad sign when you have to get into that nitty gritty to oh, be yeah. comfortable. <laughs> All right. So. Your fantasy world is turbulent, but you, you, you've taken care of business. Yeah. Uh, we're making a playoff push. You and I both are in the same boat as Trying. far as Please. we got to keep our shit tight. Hope our players don't get injured at this point because I'm sure you've lost some players. I've lost some players. But this podcast is about the fantasy saints. So Very excited to hear about it. So let's talk about the, the saints side of it first because obviously the saints correlates to the fantasy team so yeah. um the saints got off a bye week 12 week, week 11 we had our bye week mm-hmm. 12 we went up against the falcons and it was a ugly loss really bad <laughs> yes i i mean even before the games you know because i used to build up excitement you know for the games mm-hmm. and it's kind of sad because uh you just don't want to hurt yourself <laughs> you know what and I mean? Literally, all right. So you don't want to get too excited. I have the note here that it seems like the wide receiver core just didn't do any stretching in the bye week. It yeah. just seems like they didn't take care of everything. Because um, how horrifying is it after a bye week to have your top two wide receivers after already losing your secondary, like your second yeah. string wide receiver, losing two more, like in that first bye week back? Holy shit! Well, also, I um, I, I heard this either on a radio or a podcast or something that uh, I didn't see it when Alave got hurt, but they someone said that the pass that Derek Carr set him up really poorly in a position to get slammed. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're gonna talk about Carr because I'm now I'm back to pointing my finger at Carr for off- offensive woes. It's gone from wide receivers, coaching Carr wide receivers coaching and now we're back at car again oh man Um, i hate it this was a really confusing loss for me because we made it to the red zone so many times i think it was like five or six times we made it to the red zone so many and car just couldn't get it in he can't he can't and i understand why they had to go away from that uh Taysom hill stuff because it's like that's not the team that you want you don't want to keep relying on Taysom to get us in the end zone all the time but saying that if Kamara and uh, Jamal Williams Jamal Williams are getting decent carries, 
keep running the fucking ball. Like, you don't have to pass uh, for a touchdown. Like, if Kamara's getting five and he does four, what's he going to get next time? Even if he gets three, that's 10 yards. You know? <laughs> like, I just don't understand. And it's so frustrating. I'm like, you don't, if the passing game's not working out and the running game is doing good enough, run the damn ball. Yeah. I just don't understand. And I know you mentioned, um, and a um, hesitance to use Taysom in those kind of situations, but he can run the ball too. He can, he can and, use and he, him to run the ball. Yeah, and I'm totally down with it. it. And I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to say like, well, Derek, if you you know you need to get in the end zone, and they're trying it and it's losing them games. Yeah, it's I can't believe it's <laughs> I can't believe he can't let go of the ball. Yeah, I, I've I've already said it on the podcast before. I, I as a fan, I don't think Derek Carr's the guy. I don't think we have the guy on our team as a quarterback, and our play calling is not helping. It's not doing any favors for our lackluster quarterback. Wait till wait till what you're going to be saying next week after next Sunday. He looks like a god. <laughs> And that's going to be Derek Carr is going to look like a guy. That's going to be football for you, motherfucker. Um, And then we're like, you know what? Maybe we do have something. I think we got something. (laughs) And I said this is a confusing loss because individually, all our players did pretty damn good. All things considered, like if you if you went into it looking at the numbers and said, oh, the Saints lost their two top wide receivers also in the process of this game. How did you think they would have done? And just looking at the stats, I would have been like, holy shit, Like they did really good and literally five to six plays could have been five to six more touchdowns for yeah us. it seems like it's almost like Derek Carr's goal is to get yards and not touchdowns he's like all right every play is just set up because they get the yards yeah. they get the targets they get the catches he's trying to do his best prime era Drew Brees impression yeah and and he needs to be late era Drew Brees and get like the short game passes going yeah he, <laughs> It's okay, and like, and by the time he he is always looking d- downfield to his number ones and twos, which is great and all, but he never. Uh, if he decides to look at Kamara, it's always way too late. Oh yeah, it's a desperation check down. And then by the time, and there's a guy standing six inches behind him every almost every time. Well, I mean, Kamara being Kamara as a defense, you have to. Plan, like you need at least one body on Kamara at all. Yeah, times. yeah. So like Kamara's guaranteed to be looked at when he's on the field, mm-hmm. and same with Taysom. You know? Well, what I mean is, is that like with one second ago, the guy was three feet away. Or I mean, uh, three yards away, oh, yeah. and now he's six inches. Yeah, just even the time to you get know, to Kamara. But it and it's not like a one time thing. It's like it seems like it's every play. I don't know. Probably no, it's it's um it's run the ball. Pass, pass, and when I say pass, I mean look downfield and then potentially check down to Kamara, mm-hmm. and then punt it. Like I mean, this is, yeah, we, we're in a terrible, vicious cycle of Sean Payton's playbook with not Sean Payton's team anymore. Yeah, and we had a Taysom fumble, didn't we not? And yeah, we had a Taysom fumble. I'm not. He was beating. Hold, him. I'm not holding against I, him either. He hasn't dropped the ball on for fucking ever. So yeah, like. Again, that's just one of those plays where, like, yeah, it could have made a difference in a touchdown. I think we probably, even if he didn't fumble that, I don't think that would have saved us to any degree. No, I, I, I agree. I know he's – I was just saying, like, I felt bad for him. Yeah. It looked like he was beating himself up. Yeah, so our offense is continuing, it feels like, to regress. I think, a bit, obviously, the biggest part of that is injuries yes. right now. But 
I don't see any real progress in car. I don't see any real development in play calling. We feel like we've stagnated. And the players, I have vocally said almost as much. Kamara had like a, a post game speech where he basically said, We're not good enough. Yeah. It's a shit. We don't have an identity. Like, this isn't good enough. And this comes after a players only meeting before the Falcons game. Yep. So this locker room, it feels like it's kind of in, in turmoil right now. And, and that's not a good place mm-hmm. to be when you want to advance. Mm-mm. But that's our offense. Our defense this game did about what I would expect from our defense. You know, we don't have Lattimore, but yeah. young mobile quarterbacks and young running backs and short game tight ends have given us a problem all year. And this game was no exception. Yes. Yeah. Um, we, we kept them to 24 points, which is what we've typically done as a defense all season. Like I think our, our yeah. worst game was like 34, 35. So like our defense is holding up at least their end. Yes. You know. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're doing fine enough, and you could see because um, what the the Falcons have Anyamata and who and uh, what's the linebacker that we lost to them? Mm, the name's going to come to me. Oh God, we had him last year, and he became a star, or is it the year before? But we they have Anyamata, and uh, they also have. Blah, jeezum. Anyway, uh, it was. I hated seeing them on the other side. Um, that always hurts because they were playing so well, and it looked like they were they had intent on us. Oh yeah, you know I could see the aggression. I, I saw Anyamata yelling in some Saints players' face, and it looked scary. <laughs> um, and I was, you know, uh, man, I was a little upset about it i'm like uh he was a good player you know yeah no dis- no disrespect to the falcons but I, this again five or six plays that went in our favor where we tightened things up this was an easily like blow them out of the water game yeah easily and just none of the cards fell in our direction no no they they remind me of my fantasy team <laughs> well it's that's even funnier because my fantasy team, the fantasy Saints, this, yeah. the real Saints do not remind me of them because I don't know how it happened. And maybe it's back to the whole individual players did well. I won this past week. That is crazy. <laughs> I I am blown away at how this has turned out. After, all right. So we're recording Monday. Yeah. Monday night games haven't wrapped up. But for our, our matchup this week in this league. Everyone's played out, so the match is done, yep. and it looks like I'm going to win 82.66 to 68.46 wow. in a must-win game. Now, granted, this guy, I'll say he phoned out. He, he, I think he checked out and just kind of phoned this one in. Sure. He did have some points on his bench. There He's was a Saints por- fan, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm going to let this All <laughs> Saints team win. Yeah. Uh, we the saints did about our average of 90 points as a team fantasy wise which uh, you know i'm i'm happy with Bijan, who tore us up in the real world yeah of course i'm playing against him he does all shit yeah. all fucking season and i gotta play against him fantasy he tears into me that's funny because i didn't have to play against him team joshua left him on the bench oh wow now granted he had eckler and um a couple other people that were relatively Honestly, with how Atlanta's been playing, it would was an, an unsmart call to leave Bijan on the bench. Yeah. But this was the week that it was clearly the worst decision. I got a little help from the fantasy gods from a low performance from Puka and Austin Eckler, who he did start this week. Yeah. But both of those players have been 
absolutely nasty. Both of those players have could easily put up more than 60 points together, and they just didn't. They've had a bust of a week. Yeah, seriously. Those two, though, you know, like the same Puka has been having a, a swollen knee. and um, He's dealing with injuries. But also, Kyron, if he's going to do all that work, then there's not going to be much work. You know, like, if he's going to make it easy touchdowns, you don't have to do all that stuff to Puka. Yeah. So, I, I don't want to say the Puka flash has, has come to a conclusion, but yeah, I think he's not probably going to be the player we've seen him be previously Man, hope, you know, i own them so I have, yeah i have Jeez, them in a couple please. of these so it's a, <laughs> it's a shame hopefully. but at the, on the flip side of that i also have williams you know so like you, you give and you take with it so yeah it is what it is but yeah so now i will be six and six nice i'm cl- as we talked about with most fantasy leagues that's still in the playoff running with three games left so yeah that's in the saints league in, yeah, your- in, the, in my fantasy league yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's really fantasy impressive. Saints. That's pretty good. Yeah, if I if I can somehow make the playoffs, I'm gonna call it a win. No way, I'm not gonna win the whole thing. No. Yeah. If I do, I'll buy Saints season tickets. Real Saints season tickets. Uh, is this legitimate? Like you, you, if you win it all, you're gonna buy Saints season tickets. I'll put my name on the waiting list. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might be able to get them just with how we've been playing. But yeah, I, again, 90 points has been about my team average week to week. Yeah. And that's definitely not enough. Like, no. Below that has been teams' worst weeks. And that seems to be where I ca- I'm catching mm-hmm. them. So I think I'm just getting the favor of the fantasy gods right now. Um, just kind of going through, I'll go through a real quick uh, breakthrough player position and how they did and what they did for me. Car put up 10 point. Eight six points with three hundred yards again, like a, yeah. a, a good statistical day. Two to three touchdowns from him. If that would have happened, would have made it from ten points to twenty five plus. He gets and that down would have been a great day for him. He gets down the field. It's crazy. Yeah. So a real real shame there. That could have been way more. Kamara's poor performance. He was pretty much in line with the team. You know that that was his floor that we saw effectively if he got to me 16 points total 69 rush yards 50 reception yards on four receptions decent day mm-hmm. uh, this is going to be the story it's fine pretty much <laughs> well it's going to be the story for pretty much every player a touchdown would have taken this from a okay fantasy day to yes an elite great day that would have been nice day. uh jamal williams he's been pretty fantasy irrelevant all season he got three points on two short runs and, and you started runs. him I have to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, because I need an RB2. Kendra Miller's out. I, right. I'm excited for Kendra Miller, but right now, obviously, our go-to guy is Jamal for yeah. backup purposes. Completely. Um, it's a shame that I have to stick him in there because I, I, I believe on the day he was our lowest rusher, and he had yeah. a couple wide receivers who had more rushing yards. Taysom Hill. Yeah. Carr even had more rushing yards than him, which is – whoa. Uh, gnarly so jamal's just completely fantasy irrelevant this is the kamara show mm-hmm. uh, if kamara's in, he's getting we can't ball. even get on the goal line yeah it's, it, that's absolutely why we're not getting him it's like we usage. can't even get on a two-yard line it's and crazy and that's maybe the thing why aren't we using him in those situations a little bit more i i agree you could put both of those dudes in there and like even if we could get on the goal line they put on that uh that big d lineman as the as the uh fullback is it a d lineman that goes in as fullback are you talking about adam pre the prentice kid they got the uh, that big dude that leads the way for Taysom Hill. Whenever we did get do get on the goal line, remember that play? They 
I have no clue. I'm going to have to look at that. Anyway, everyone's probably like, no, wrong, Vincent. That's stupid. Well, yeah. thankfully, he's not a fantasy-relevant player that we have to discuss. But no. No, I, I feel you. Something's got to give on our short game, and I think yeah. maybe giving Jamal opportunities in the short kind of game would yeah. be an option. I think it's – let's try it. Let's try it, you know. That's what the Lions did is all kinds of opportunities. Oh, well, we'll get to the Lions in a minute because they're our opponent next week. Uh, but, yeah, hmm. so back to Jamal Williams. Fantasy irrelevant. Even, you know, wide receivers outran him. Alave looked like a true wide receiver one that we know that he can be. You know, he got injured in the third. But before that, he got 18.4 points from 114 yards on seven out of nine receptions. Pretty good. You know, same story. This could have been a touchdown or two for him, and he could have had an elite day, a 30-point yeah. day. Shahid also went down in the second quarter before. What he a tough dude. Him. He was trying. He was trying to stay in yeah. there, and then it was just too much. Yeah. God bless the kid. I was super excited to see him kind of take over the Michael Thomas position, and I still am going to be moving forward. Yeah. It doesn't sound like his injury is – too bad so hopefully we'll get him back but you know i'm i'm expecting maybe a week or two unless i hear news otherwise have you heard any i know we're just a day no i haven't heard anything yeah i don't think even doctors have had a chance to fully assess situations you saw that like screw up with at parry and like i think it was the first quarter he didn't even run his route we're (laughs) in the red zone yeah i think the ball was supposed to go to at oh yeah and then he just kind of stayed by the line of scrimmage and that's what was that the one car sailed into the lake back then? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of a, well, well actually, we'll get to AT Perry. Well, okay. Sorry. If I'm well, oh, no, no, I'm no, sorry. no. You know, I, I go through. The, I realize you're jumping. You're well, talking I go through about fantasy it. position lineup, and it's quarterback, running sorry. back, running back, wide. I should have just like looked this. down the God, bottom okay. of the page. It's okay. Let's talk about Hill real quick. He did okay uh, for a tight end, but he absolutely should have had a touchdown. Uh, we just didn't use him when I think we needed to use him. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Maybe the Falcons defense focused in on on him because he did look like he was cooking when he was put in he was you know um he fumbled as we said not gonna hold that against him and because of that and this is i think might be the first or second time this season another tight end actually had more points than Taysom on the day yeah um it was only like 0.3 something points difference but it was most certainly because of that fumble yeah so juan johnson you know is a, a tight end that's now showing relevancy for the saints which yeah, he's is looking nice. tough on the field yeah, I, I he was really hyped up and hasn't gotten a lot of attention throughout the year. He's been slowly, slowly working. Yeah, again. yeah, yep. Yeah. And so I think we're finally starting to see some dividends on him. But yeah, a really, uh, you know, a, not a disappointing day from Taysom. But you know, with only eight points, you know, you want to see more from him. But again, a touchdown or two here or there. Yeah. Um, Last week, we or not last week, before the bye, we saw A.T. Perry kind of step up into the Michael Thomas position. Yes. And, um, you know, he only got a couple receptions in that game. But I went with him as my flex thinking, you know, with the situation, he was going to be our number three wide receiver. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. It made sense. I thought I made the right call. And, you know, with how our team focuses on its superstars, it's wasn't surprising that he only got 1.7 points on two targets with one reception. What was surprising was Keith Kirkwood, who has been relatively quiet all year, yeah. was the guy who actually stepped up as our, you know, third string wide receiver in this game. I think he got 
eight or nine points as well. He got eight or nine, eight or nine points. Yeah, let me let me check. Oh, sorry, correction. He got four points. Okay, <laughs> but that's still better than At Perry. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, uh, we're focusing on our stars, and At Perry and Kirkwood are not stars. So no, no, they're not going to be getting any love. It seems. Groupie. Hmm. Looking good. Looking good. This was his probably best performance fantasy-wise and as a member of the Saints team. He had five of six field goals. He missed one really long field, 57-yarder, late in the game. It wasn't a game winner. It just would have put us in position to maybe get the ball back in an attempt to try and tie it. Right. So I'm not overly offended by that that one being missed. Uh, it, I guess it was a little high-pressure situation, but... yeah. But yeah, Groupie, by all means, was our best player of the day. He had 17 points, so he was just behind Alave as our second biggest point getter on the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say too much about our short king this week. He, he no. was, again, serviceable and did did what he was supposed to do, so I'll save the short jokes for next week. Yeah, Saints defense, as uh, previously mentioned, and you know the same story that we've come to know and love throughout the season – Mobile quarterbacks, young running backs, imposing tight ends, they're they, a weakness. They get us. And Bijan cooked us. Uh, yeah, he did. The young running back cooked us. That cut, that uh, pass touchdown to him reminded me of vintage Kamara. Yeah. Did you and see it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like it looked like butter. Yeah. It, it for fantasy owners who drafted Bijan, this this was the game they were like, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I've wanted all season. Mm-hmm. It's a shame it came at our expense. Yeah, it always comes at our expense. But if, <laughs> yeah. but and, and as I said, we've talked about the mobile quarterbacks. I think this was the game that really opened my eyes to our defensive line being our biggest defensive weak point. Because yes. they just can't, they can't get to anybody like on the outside. No. Like our can, ends just can't grab anybody. They can typically stuff. Yeah. Uh, but no, I agree. They cannot. Yeah, uh, they can stack the box and, you know, keep a runner. But, like, if anyone goes around outside, like, we better hope one of our backs is there, like, honed in yeah. and ready to go. Cause Pete, Pete, ready to go. No one on the line is looking like they're ready to catch someone like Bijan or, fuck, even Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, I was uh, telling a gr- uh, friend that I'm like, we're going to be good again and when we're 63 years old. You think that's the rebuild process? How I don't think it's going to take a while. Like a twenty-year tear-down rebuild. You think? I mean, we've seen it with teams. You know, um, command, uh, commanders have sucked for twenty years. Uh, who? Uh, so many teams have sucked for twenty years. In twenty years, I'm gonna be yeah. sixty-two years old. Forty-two well, right now. It feels like that. It's is gonna. It's gonna be when ownership changes. I, I hope the- we don't go to San Antonio. <sighs> guy because she's not even keeping that in the family yeah. that's going to i don't even know i'd have to reread that article yeah mama gail has definitely put put it out there that she wants the team to stay in new orleans but uh, a dead old lady can't do much to stop a billion dollar company from going somewhere the whole city would collapse like she's got to she's got to put it in the team's hand i mean the city's hand somehow i mean we we would just completely fall apart we would Everyone would be so sad. Yeah, because then we'd have to rely on the Pelicans as a source of happiness. Well, and what are we going to do with the domes? We're going to make that apartment complex, oh, yeah. you know, just yeah. make it quote super unquote dome. affordable housing. Like, 
<sighs> man. <laughs> now, it, it would not be a good situation if uh, the Saints ever left New Orleans. I, but thankfully, that's not something we have to worry about in the foreseeable se- future. Not God um, would. Yeah. What we do have to worry about in the foreseeable future is our matchup against the Lions next week. Oh, boy. And uh, so I, I we're playing the Lions at home, our home in the Dome. Um, and we're definitely still in the playoff push. And honestly, I think that would us winning could be the worst thing that could happen in making the playoffs because that basically yeah. lets us be complacent mm-hmm. in keeping coaches and players around. And I really think we need a losing season, no playoff. Yeah, I need. I think that needs to be the wake up call this team mm-hmm. needs. But the, you know, again, back to the personal notes. So the Lions, fantasy wise, are an interesting team because they are pretty much terrible against everything except uh, wide receivers. I'm sorry, running backs. They're terrible against wide receivers, tight ends, and QBs. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, sorry. The Lions have uh, been good at keeping running backs in check. Uh, Their offense has been blowing up with Goff, the sun god, Amon Ra, Laporta, Gibbs, and Montgomery. They're clicking. They're making them look like Jamal Williams of last year. In my other league, my friend has all four of them. Yeah. Wait, so he just went all in on the Lions? He's got Amon (laughs) Ra, Gibbs, Montgomery, and he did have Goff. Oh, and he has Laporta. So he did have five. He got rid of Goff. Wow. All right, so I don't know if I mentioned He's doing well. He's number one. Well, I was going to say, so if I've applied this fantasy Saints mentality, like the Detroit Lions would have been absolutely a team that probably could have carried me to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh that's interesting. Interesting. Um so yeah, lots of young talent on the Lions and it seems to be our that that seems to be our defensive weakness. So I'm I'm very scared that they're going to tear our defense up. Man, it's possible. <laughs> um, I, as as we've kind of gone through young talent, young quick talent seems just we're not good with that, so this is going to be rough on our defense, I feel. Who knows? Maybe we'll play to our uh, – what do you call that? What's that phrase that I'm rowing? You play to your uh, opponent's yeah. ability. Like, so uh, watch the Saints just play lights out next week, you know, because they're getting ready for a dominant offense. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because – all right, so jumping to the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Um, and I guess with that – Lions defensive side of the ball, as I tried to mention, I guess earlier, yeah. the, uh, they're they're pretty much terrible against everything except running backs. Mm-hmm. And our run game seems to be one of the few things that has been going on our favor with Kamara and Hill. But Carmichael will not do no. a damn thing about it. No, no. So this is going to be uh, this is a worrisome game. This has been my most pessimistic feeling game that I'm going into this season. Oh, also, all con- you know, is the coach was on the Saints. The coach for the Lions wasn't he on the Saints as a coach? No, oh, I can't remember. I thought he. I think he was. I think the Lions picked him up from the Saints. I think so. So this has kind of got some meaning to it. Uh, well, I don't like the fact that any saint is over there to help them in any capacity. That's yeah. not, that's not boding well. Uh, but as we've seen this past week, just because the team shits the bed and the team, the real team loses, that doesn't necessarily mean the fantasy saints yep. can't win and pull hell, out a W. Hell yeah. So just going back through uh, the player list again uh, in an outlook for next week, Carr should have plenty of opportunities to air the ball out. 
As I said, they're yeah. terrible against wide receivers and tight ends. I don't know if I have confidence in that anymore. Yeah. You know? No, what, what's going to happen is he's going to, like, uh, there's going to be another speech in the locker room. and yeah, uh, That's th- what we need, another speech. Or there's going to be some massive, silent, passive aggression that w- ends up working <laughs> to motivate everyone. Oh, Derek's uh, not talking. He's just super focused. And then he's going to go out there and he's going to get... Uh, you twenty six points in fantasy. I'd be happy with that. Twenty. He's gonna get you twenty six points. Well, this is a game to do it. This is gonna be a game to do it. If the Lions are gonna play like I think they play and be ahead of us for what I feel like is gonna be most of the game, he's gonna have to air it out. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I would personally like to see him focus on the short game, that tight end game. Like maybe make these shorter passes, midfield passes, yeah. instead of chunking it downfield as much. Uh, but with the way things going, that just doesn't seem like what we're going to play call or play to. So I, I don't know. Carr is probably going to put up 10, 15 points per usual and another touchdown, maybe get him to 20. But he's well, a fantasy quarterback. Dud. Well, I, I, I certainly am curious how it's going to go down because D.A. has got to be thinking about how long is he going to be living in New Orleans? <laughs> Uh, hopefully not too much longer. <laughs> Kamara, it doesn't really matter with Kamara in the fantasy world. He's guaranteed pretty much 15 points just on the receptions he's going to get and the running yards he's going to get. This dude's a fantasy machine, PPR god. Start him as your RB1 with confidence if you have him in any league. Oh, yeah. As I've mentioned before, Williams, however, is useless fantasy-wise. Even if Kendra comes back. You Williams- don't think Williams is going to get himself a, 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 a revenge touchdown? No. No. <laughs> no, I don't see it happening with how we are currently playing. God, I'd love to. Yeah. And maybe that would give maybe that would let Pete, you know, have an excuse to be like, "Oh no, let's let Jamal, let, you play against your old team some. Yeah, right. Let's have that." So maybe that could help us in some of the like things we've talked about and getting the running game going and the short game going, but I, you know, I'm not trusting Williams in any fantasy capacity. Nope. So, yeah, you know, with tight ends, running back, uh, tight ends, wide receivers, and quarterbacks getting more rush yards, Ugh, it's it's a mess. Uh, so those are our running backs. So our wide receiver situation going into next week, since we're so banged up and injured, I really didn't want to do a one and two, and since we don't have really updates on their injury status right now. Yeah. Um, so I just went ahead and did like a quick little ranking, power ranking of my – what order you would start them in saints wide receivers so if they are healthy this is the order you should start them in alave if he clears concussion protocol this guy's easily 15 points he's he's basically like kamara he's matchup proof probably won't though (laughs) probably with the new stuff the new uh protocol it seems like it's lasting more than a week yeah well i mean we've we've definitely seen players come car even i think came back within a week from a supposed concussion well, he had two weeks off. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. But no, they've had players do come back in a week. I'm, it's I'm not as common though. I'm not going to expect Alave next week, but you know, it's one of those things. Keep an eye on it. If Alave starts, obviously number one, no question there. Yeah, uh, Shahid, he has. They listed it as a thigh issue, mm. and I guess we'll get more clarity on it throughout the week. But he's your number two wide receiver. Easily goes into number one. I think he has almost as much upside as Alave fantasy wise yeah and a higher floor than michael thomas did so i think if alave plays even if 
I mean, if Shahid yeah. plays, even if Alave plays, Shahid should get in the neighborhood of 15 points. And that could go even higher with the touchdown. He looked pretty hurt, though. <sighs> Again, this is the ranking. If they're healthy, this is the order you play them in. Um, he also has the return yards available. So this was a, a flip from my standings of last week. I moved Keith Kirkwood up to my number three Saints wide receiver. Uh, I still don't know, uh, you know, he got one more target than A.T. Perry in this last game. And he's been with the team longer. He could take some of Shahid's return yards. But, you know, I'm going to go with what I've seen. And I've seen mm-hmm. more from Kirkwood at this point in my Saints fandom. And that leaves A.T. Perry coming in at number four position. I'm bumping him down a little bit. There's chance for him. He looked good in preseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, but, I, but, but, but I agree with you. Keith Kirkwood would be the one to pick over him. In, yeah, in fantasy, you got to go with, like, what you're what's there, what's clear, what you have right. evidence on. Mm-hmm. Um, A.T. Perry would effectively be a flyer, like a, a, a chance flyer yeah. in situation. And this is, this is kind of if where you have a super flex all Saints team, put in A.T. Perry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A, a wide receiver four league or a super flex league, maybe consider Perry on your all Saints team. Uh, this next player kind of caught me off guard because he got work as – he got a couple rush attempts – and he also, he, in the same kind of vein as uh, Jamal Williams, he kind of got a couple rush attempts and a couple uh, wide receiver looks, is Lynn Bowden Jr. And so this guy, mm. if Alave and Shahid can't play, this is who I'm going to put in at the flex because Kirkwood and A.T. Perry would be my number one and two. Yeah. And with how the Saints use anything other than a running back not named Kamara – I'm going to put in the next wide receiver. I didn't even see anything about Lynn Bowden. I was looking down on my phone. So is Lynn Bowden, do we know anything about him? I know that they did a little vignette video vignette with him before the game. Oh, I was like, oh, okay. So he's definitely going to get some attention according to the NFL script. This, this game. Interesting. He, he kind of showed some flashes, uh, you know, in a similar vein to Kendra Miller. He looks like he's kind of a do-it-all gadget player. I, I didn't see him enough to really get a gauge. But, you know, if the opportunities are there with an injured Olave and Shahid, this guy could could be worth, you know, it, keep an eye on him. Keep yeah. an eye on him. Yeah. And how the Saints play, definitely I'm going to be forced to flex him in my situation. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's uh, the wide receiver tier list, rank list for the Saints. Uh, you know, anything, you know, A.T. Perry or Lynn Bowden Jr., I don't see them getting more for than more. Bleh. I don't see them getting more than four or five points if they play, if they get the starting job. So, again, I think we're going to be focusing on our stars, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, we're going to be shit out of luck if we get any more wide receiver injuries. Hill is locked in as our tight end. Uh, it's great to see other tight ends getting used. As we mentioned, Juan Johnson got actually used so that was nice but yeah hill is just vastly more fantasy relevant he gets points in so many ways would you even consider to take in juan johnson as your flex all right so i wanted to bring that up because in the flex position in this league i can only do wide receiver and running back gotcha i would absolutely flex juan johnson yeah if it let me Mm -hmm. um that's why i kind of you know Sounded silly and fumbling with my words when talking about A.T. Perry yeah. and Lynn Bowden because I have no idea who these guys are. They aren't fantasy relevant. I yeah. do not want to use them in any way. Mm-hmm. But just the way the league's set up, I can't use the next best thing. Oh, man. What a shame. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, we were talking about, 
and I think I may have did it for a game or two, put Juan in at the tight end and Taysom as my flex. Yeah. Uh, but Juan didn't, you know, deliver at that point. But that may be something to consider, you know, moving forward. Is, uh, is, uh, is Hill considered a QB TE? He's a tight end. Tight end. Yeah. NFL.com has him as a tight end in the fantasy fantasy world. So I, I, that's a situation to monitor. But, like, yeah, if I got to put a, a tight end, it's got to be Hill. Mm-hmm. But I do love Juan, and I love the usage he's getting. So the slow build is is noticeable. Uh, groupie, we're at home. This should be – he should be plenty warmed up after last week's workout. So I expect a solid, at least standard performance from him. You have a ferret. <laughs> yeah. He shows up to the podcast. Hello. Hey, Pepsi. I think it'll be a standard day from our kicker. And as I already mentioned, our defense has me worried. The Lions have a lot of check marks against our weaknesses. And it hurts to say, I just, I, I don't think we're going to win this one. This is going to be one of the ones where I say, I don't think we're going to win. Jeez, I don't think we're going to win either. <laughs> yeah. Our defense could put up five to 10 points. You know, they could chunk it a little bit and we could feast on that. But I yeah. think our defense is going to be our lowest scoring. It, it, it might even be one of those things to where, like, we'll get hope. <laughs> or we'll start off hot in yeah. the first half, and then Lions are going to whip our ass in the second half. Well, they have the weapons to do that. Yeah, they do. The Falcons, I didn't think did. But they, they, well, they didn't they have someone us. that at least directed them, and somehow that worked out well with their quarterback. He didn't do well fantasy-wise, but, he, um, man, they were just plowing all over us. Um, as I said, Saints lose. This is my prediction, 21-28. I was a little off last week. I don't even want to bother with how uh, my predictions last week just because of the loss and it being miserable against Not the one field Falcons. goal, huh? Huh? Not one field goal, huh? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Unless nope. there's he's, like a... Uh, he's, not, he's not getting any any field goals. Uh, we're... we're, we're uh, we're keeping it pure this game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless there's a missed extra point, a field goal, and uh, a safety? Shit. Yeah. I, and that's how it's 21. So this is kind of one of those things where I think it's kind of falls back into the game flow. We're going to be playing behind, from behind enough. We can't be kicked. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's I say true. that, but the Falcons game, we clearly were kicking while from behind, which kind of blew my fucking mind there. But it, uh, the Falcons game was pretty close. I don't see the Lions game. I don't think us. I don't think we're going to stay close. I think that that last touchdown. Do you think one of our touchdowns is going to be a pick six? Mm. Who, who do you think is getting these touchdowns? Okay, so I will say out of our twenty-one points that we get, one of them will not be a true offensive touchdown i think it'll be it'll be a pick six or a garbage time points yeah now garbage time points are great for fantasy yeah i can still use those no you need them not gonna complain but i just don't see our offense putting up more than two touchdowns yeah that's just kind of where i see our offense now Mm -hmm. but i do see our team capable of getting that third one yeah i agree so that's that's the situation there. Taysom's gonna get one of them. Probably. Fingers crossed, man. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Taysom, you know what? Uh, more so than Taysom, I would love to see Jamal Williams get get the touchdown like, right. against the Lions. Nice. Against the Lions, seeing him get used finally. It's not. A, it shouldn't even be a revenge game in a way because he gave so they gave him so much <laughs> because he was with Green Bay. Yeah, and they didn't they, give they him made anything. Him look good enough for us to buy this fucking contract. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, if anything, it'd be like a thank you game. Yeah. He's just going to fumble the ball twice. Jamal's on the field. <laughs> Open up the line, baby. Yeah, you just let oh him in. Oh, my God. Please, if there's anyone on the Detroit Lions or the Fantasy Gods that can make that happen, please. Yeah, tough, tough week next week. Do you have any other final thoughts on the Saints, the fantasy or real ones or other football notes? Well, um, hmm. Just, uh, just if you're playing fantasy, just take a breath. If you're not doing too well, don't quit. Yeah. Don't flip the table and drop your players. Hey, listen, we've all been there. You, you want to, even if it's not doing that kind of stuff, making risky moves, or like, or doing desperation moves or anything like that. Just take a breath and just go. You know what? I'm not gonna do well this year. I'm, I'm a. This is not my year. Christmas is coming. It was only a hundred dollar buy in. Um that was money that you probably would have blown anyway. Yeah. Other it's, people are trying to have a good time too. It's you're all right. It you you just be happy for them. Yeah. And and <laughs> your goal is for the next two weeks is to try and kick people out the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If they're trying to get in the playoffs, you're gonna ruin them. Be a menace. Unless you're playing against number one and two, then <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yep. Cool. Cool. All right. Um. Well, the floor is yours. If you have any plugs for real world stuff, that's about all we can talk about Saints wise. So come check out my show, Comedy Fuck Yeah, every Friday and Saturday night at the Dragons Den. Also, this is under It's Good Comedy. Uh, the production It's Good Comedy. Check out It's Good Comedy dot com. We also are. Uh, we're not necessarily producing it but we're sort of being getting putting this show under our umbrella of it's good comedy and that's uh kita with a q she's starting to open mic over at mason i think the first one is tomorrow night on tuesday it's going to be every tuesday open mic at the mason frenchman on frenchman street so it's pretty cool to see that venue getting utilized again for stand-up comedy and also uh under the it's good comedy umbrella is the uh it's good comedy open mic which is every thursday at the Dragon Stand. This one's downstairs. Uh, the Friday and Saturday show is upstairs. And uh, that show is free on Thursday. Also, I think the Tuesday show is free as well. <laughs> so if you need to sign up, you want to go think you're funny or anything like that, go sign up and uh, have a good time and um, or just go watching people do some jokes. <laughs> go check out some live New Orleans comedy with It's Good Comedy. Yeah. Thank you, Vince. Thanks, buddy. I pr- ha- thanks for having me on. Thanks for being on, man. And see you next time, team.